The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more save on select steel battery tools right now save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set real steel find yours at steeldealers.com with AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. Welcome in. It's VEASAN Final Countdown. Happy to be with you on a Thursday afternoon here in Sin City. I'm Jeff Barles. He's Jonathan Von Tobel. It's uh, two days of Danny Burke. We actually get to see Danny Burke in person. Oh, really? This. Yeah, I know. Isn't I? Is he like here in Vegas or what's yeah, happening? He'll be, he'll be here on Saturday. Interesting. I'm you know? supposed to. I was supposed to host a show with him, but I guess he's on vacation. So we usually do Saturdays together, but it's not the case this Saturday. Not, I think he's later in the day. Ah, uh, okay. Right. They change it up. I know you're with their guy Will Hill on. Uh, Am I? Saturday. You look at the schedule better well, than Hill, I do, Adam my Hill, friends. Uh, some hill. One yeah. hill. William, William Hill, the sports book that's finally working again in town, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, right. Hey, 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 I'll take the $50 credit for not working <laughs> for three days. It's oh, is that what they gave you? I got to check mine. I'm sure you have it. I got an email and all. See, there's your the Las Vegas-centric uh, stuff for a minute. See, I've, been, I've done a good job, Steph, uh, producer Steph, the last two days, killing the clock early in the show to give us the perfect amount of time to discuss what we have to do. And we're going to mm. start... Right out of the gate here, because, John, who doesn't love quarterback nonsense right. at this point? We know Derek Carr is not going to be a Raider anymore. I saw a national show ranking their top five quarterbacks of all time yesterday. And I was like, wow, we're really hungry for content. Like, there's a lot of sports out there. Ooh. You don't have to just stick with football all the time. But Who's number one on that list? I think they had... I think they had Joe Montana. I, I knew it. I knew it. I didn't even yeah. know. I didn't even have to ask you what show Shocking. it was. Yeah. But I'm not shocked that Joe yeah. Montana was number one. Personally, I have probably, Kyle Orton number five. So, ooh, well, neck beard and all. Like, look, the neck beard moves him up about 50 spots. Right, 100. Uh, percent Peter King earlier today believes that I, I, this is shocking here. <laughs> believes the Jets could seriously consider trading for Lamar Jackson. If they're unable to acquire Aaron Rodgers, this was on the Rich Eisen show uh, earlier in the day. Uh, King believes the Jets' preferred option is Rodgers, but if they are unable to get him, Lamar Jackson would be the backup plan. John, I'm going to say this as the resident Jet fan, the tortured one on on set today. I would rather have Lamar Jackson than Aaron Rodgers. And I think that should be the number one option as opposed to trading for Aaron Rodgers where, look, I don't know how I, – I still think Aaron Rodgers is, is a top five quarterback in this league. I think the broken thumb was a big deal this year. That Packer team just wasn't particularly good. The Jets roster is better than Green Bay's roster at this point. But you have an opportunity to get a past MVP that's in the prime of his career. Yes, there are health concerns. Back-to-back seasons, Lamar hasn't made it to the end of the season in one piece. But if you have the opportunity to get Lamar Jackson, you go do it over Aaron Rodgers. Now – the big question, as we know, 
even though the, the relationship is tenuous at best with Lamar and the Ravens, slap the franchise tag on them, and we're, they're like, you know what, we're not trading them. doesn't yeah. matter what you offer us. That's the big problem there. Yeah, I would agree with your thought process, though, right? Like, your window is bigger with Lamar Jackson because that's yep. your career, you know, that's your franchise cornerstone. That's a guy who you would think is going to stick around for a really long time. Um, so I, that makes the most logical sense. I think the argument is, is what's the package you're giving up for both of them? One would assume the package is cheaper for Aaron Rodgers as opposed to what you're looking at for Lamar Jackson in terms of going and getting them. But I just think, like, when you're looking at this overall, um, I, I would agree with your sentiment. I will say this. We, uh, I got to talk to Jason Lock and Foro with Tim Murray the other day when I was on um, what's that one? Primetime? Yeah. Vision Primetime. Prime time. That's a show. I think I'd us. remember. Yeah. You think I'd remember the show names by now? Um, <laughs> uh, but he, Lock and Fora actually mentioned with Lamar Jackson that he thinks that it is the Atlanta Falcons who are going to make like a full court press for Baltimore to go and get uh, Lamar Jackson. And it kind of makes sense. Arthur Blank is a guy who's up there in his age, as Lock and Fora pointed out, wants to kind of make a splash and make something of this. Fal- Falcons seems to have been nothing since they've opened up that new building. So I, I would say that your team, the Atlanta Falcons, probably make the most sense when it comes to acquiring Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, if that's going to be the case. But I think I agree with generally the sentiment because Lock and Fora had it, and others have kind of put it out there. If you're putting up the prop, will Lamar Jackson just be a Baltimore Raven next year? It does sound that's like pick, like maybe, maybe Baltimore Ravens is a slight favorite. It sounds like this is really heading toward him leaving. If I were Lamar, and thankfully I'm not, uh, what? I would love to be. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying that if I, you, do, you don't want me running the football. I'm saying more uh-huh. than anything, John. Oh, I so like love, just plugging you yeah, in. Just well, plugging, yeah, just plugging course. me okay. in. Yes, yes. But you just course. meant like being Lamar Jackson himself. I'd love no, to be. No, Lamar no. Hey, look, it, 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 a lot of money, potential Super Bowl ring at some point would right. be a lot of fun. But uh, no, if you plug me in, obviously that'd be a disaster at any sport, any professional sport. I'd agree. Be, it'd be as as horrible as humanly possible. Put putting the. Uh, the six-one chubby guy would be really bad, uh, but regardless, uh, here John, it's, it really is fascinating because you bring up Atlanta. Atlanta seems to be the team that's flying under the radar, but really should be the team that's favored if there were a betting market available mm-hmm. on Lamar's next team if he's not a Raven. The other, the thing with that is, you put him on Atlanta, the Falcons immediately become easily probably minus two hundred to win the NFC South. But how bad that division looks. Oh, I mean, that's the attraction point for, yeah. like, Derek Carr, right? Yeah, Derek like Carr to go to Carolina. Carolina and yeah. or New Orleans, yeah. which, by the way, I don't know. This breaking news happened today with New Orleans. Alvin Kamara, it sounds like uh, he is being indicted. So that is something to it's look forward good. to uh, for next year with New Orleans. But to your whole point, like, the NFC South is the worst division on paper. But you're also looking at this, and if, like, these things play out, you could look at the Falcons getting Lamar Jackson, either one of New Orleans or Carolina getting Derek Carr, and all of a sudden this thing completely turns on its head in the NFC South. It becomes a little bit more competitive. But, I like, look, I would agree with that. And I think, too, from a match standpoint, Lamar Jackson, I think, with Atlanta's offense would look great. That would be an offense that is really formidable given the system that they run, the pieces that are already in place from a weapon standpoint. Like, that would be something that is very intriguing, I think, from a, like a, a potential to back them as they get into the NFC South, if they do get Lamar Jackson. Arthur Smith's a good coach. I really do think that. I didn't think he was going to be. His first year there, he had some weird coaching decisions, and it didn't really look right, but he turned the, the – he looked like he was going to be a competent dude with what he did with that team this year. Yeah, and again, I think that also had to do with uh, Matt Ryan more than anything. Uh, you learned that, unfortunately, uh, this year, JVT. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Let's look at uh, Let's look at that. You brought up Derek Carr. Let's go there because you can bet on Derek Carr's next team uh, over at DraftKings right now. Those QB markets back up for Carr and Rodgers. We'll look at Carr first. Derek Carr, where he will take his next snap? Three to one on the Saints, plus 330 on the Jets. Don't bet that. Buccaneers plus 450. Panthers five to one. Titans seven to one. The Commanders. Plus 750, the Colts 8-1, to one, everyone else double digits. John, I look, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to get into the head of what Derek Carr is thinking and what, what, what his thought process is going to be, but we just discussed it a little bit there. If you're Derek Carr, you have to look at the three and if the, the, the Saints, the Bucks, the Panthers, and I'll throw Atlanta in there as well mm-hmm. if they're interested. They don't seem to be interested. But you have to look at those four spots and say, all right, which one of these rosters is the closest to being a winner? Because if I go there, they are the best team in the division and it's not close with what's going on around me. I would make the case that Carolina is the closest 
They made a great hire in the offseason. I think Frank Reich is going to – I thought he was a good coach in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. not a great coach, but a good offensive mind could very easily help Derek Carr for what he what he can be as a quarterback. You have young talent on that defense. You have a good, a very good number one wide receiver in DJ Moore. I think Carolina, if we're just going from a football sense, that makes the most sense for Derek Carr at five to one. I, I agree. I, I was making the case the other day about this. Like I, I think I'd put that at the top of the list if I were Derek Carr and if I had access to this market. I'd bet the Carolina Panthers, given everything that we know about the situation that you said, that staff is rounding out really nicely yes, in is. Carolina outside of just Frank Reich. And I, and I do think like that this news with Alvin Kamara coming down does change things. If you're Derek Carr and you want to go into the best situation, the Saints at full strength is pretty attractive. But now that Alvin Kamara's been indicted and that this is legal process is taking shape, there's a pretty – I'd say there's a shot that he's not going to be available for some stretch of football next year, Alvin Kamara. So if that's going to be the case, that kind of waters down New Orleans in terms of how attractive they become if you're Derek Carr. I, I think Carolina is a really, really solid spot. You mentioned the defensive pieces that they might have. If Lamar Jackson ends up not going to the Atlanta Falcons, you are the division favorite, so the path to getting to the postseason is there. And let's say Derek Carr goes to Carolina. Who are the five best quarterbacks in the NFC as a whole at this point right now? Right? In the NFC? (laughs) Well, because think about it, right? Once you get get there and you're looking at the NFC, like Derek Carr is going to throw himself into the mix as like, you know, one of the better quarterbacks in the conference. So Jalen Hurts. Of course, yep. Prescott. Yep. Even though I don't love Dak, he's clearly up there in that conference. And then after you throw, uh, I guess you technically have to throw Stafford in there, but you don't know mm-hmm. what he is at this point. I, I wouldn't put either of the San Francisco guys in the top five. Right. So I wouldn't put Kyler Murray up there. I wouldn't you're, put, you're at like Jared Goff. Right? Yeah. Like, and I was about to say, yeah. I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to go there immediately, but it's like Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, like that, those two dudes. So the overall could legitimately point, be top three quarterbacks. In right. The so, so the overall point here, if you're, if your car, like that's a really friendly situation to die, put yourself into. And you like the gap between you and the top of the conference is not going to be the worst. And you're with a coach that I think raises the floor of any quarterback that he gets. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And again, uh, Frank Reich was not the issue in Indianapolis. Hey, I'll say he was a little bit of an issue he, only because he was one. He was the one who wanted the broken quarterbacks, right? He, he was wanted the Phillip one who wanted Carson Wentz. He wanted yeah. Carson Wentz. Yeah. By all accounts, he also pushed for Matt Ryan as well. Thought he could fix them all. Like, I, th- I think you're right. I think he's a good quarterback, but he also shouldn't get off scot-free with what happened in Indianapolis. Sure. I, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Also, too, I will say this. Phillip Rivers, even though he was. Oh, they were great. Old and yep. and not as good as he was. Clearly, the best of the remember three. They, remember, they, they lost to Buffalo. They should have beat yep. Buffalo in the playoff game by three. That was a that that was one of the weirder games, right, Coach? Because he made two weird decisions in the red zone. I don't have to rehash this. There was you, also you a drop touchdown in the end you, zone you, too. So you, 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 you know that you know this better than I do, uh, John. Uh, one last thing here, and I just got to bring this up before we get into some NBA talk. Apparently, Rex Ryan is a top candidate to be the defensive coordinator in Denver. Have fun with that. I <laughs> just, I, I look, I love Rex. I, that, that was, that, that was the last time the Jets were actually competent when he was their head coach. There's no chance that could possibly work if he gets that job, right? I'd also say a guy who, since he's been in media, has very clearly been against, like, the way the league is moving, right? When it comes yeah. to, like, to all – I'm not sure I'd really love having that coach on my staff who's pretty stuck in the old ways of football. Yeah, I, I just don't see that working if that's the case. Hey, we have three games left before the NBA All-Star break. We discuss them next. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. 
Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian. Premium cocktails on demand. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. Sports fans, as football season has come to a close, Bed Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for hockey and basketball. Bed Rivers has you covered with every line, all the odds, and every single boost. Join join them every week for their new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Go First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bed and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bed and Get, and plenty more. Check out BedRivers.com or download the Bed Rivers app today. It's a whole new game at Bed Rivers. See, it would have been hard to read the read off the rundown as opposed to the sheet with the read Oh, on I thought it. you were going to say with a little stimulant. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I got you. <laughs> He's Jonathan Bontoffel. I'm Jeff Parles, uh, producer Steph here as well. This is some Final Countdown. All right, let's, uh, let's go into, before we get into today's three wonderful games in the association, John. Your words, not mine. I, yeah, I have to pop them up somehow, right? Let's get some quick NBA news. First off, Lakers actually looked like a basketball team last night. Uh, yes, they did. Yeah. Now, it's the New Orleans Pelicans. Without Zion. Yeah, right. And, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it, man, it is. I love discourse, and I love talking about stuff because, Ooh. like, the, where you get, you get a game like this, right, where LeBron finally plays, they get a good win, and all of a sudden it's like, look out, Lakers are going to be a, a championship contender. It's like, all right, let's pump the brakes. It's a Pelicans team that wasn't in full strength. The Lakers were at home. It's also the last game for New Orleans before the All-Star break, all the way away from home, which is always a weird spot for some of these teams. Uh, but you cannot deny that this team should be better than what they were um, before they got all the new pieces. So good win. Let's see more than one before we start to get into the uh, whole, hey, they could, they could win the Western Conference. I think that's fair. I, I don't think they're winning the West, John. Uh, no. There was a lot of conversations, <laughs> though, about this uh, on social media yesterday and in other spots. So, look, it's the Lakers and it's LeBron, so those conversations are always going to have a little bit more to them. Um, but if you're, like, if you're running to the window to bet the Lakers in the big picture, yeah, Kelly and I discussed this right after the trade deadline. The one bet to make out there, and I haven't checked for a couple of days now, but the one bet to make out there on Los Angeles was to make the playoffs. I think that's what you were going for, right? Right. You got them at, like, plus 195 the day of the trade deadline. It's a team that has to, you know, get into the play-in and win that. If the bracket falls correctly or if the standings fall correctly, they could be the best team in the play-in. They could also be in a play-in with a full-strength New Orleans team, the Dallas Mavericks and the Sacramento Kings, which would be just an absolute gauntlet to get through if you're the Lakers. But regardless, like, the playoffs are something that is achievable. Uh, everything else, let's wait to see how this team looks. Well, they could also have a full-strength full Golden State Warrior team in there as I mean, well. That, yeah, that's the other one, and right. That, yep. that, it could be a total... Total mess that entire that entire uh, play-in scenario where we get the, all these good teams and mm-hmm. only two of them can make it out of it. 
Uh, speaking of uh, the other LA team, uh, I just want—I just want your thoughts. No, r- come on, r- r- real. We don't have to quick. talk about this. We don't want to. You don't want to talk about Russell Westbrook potentially being a Clipper. <sighs> so, <laughs> here's the thing. And actually, I thought this was really well put. Uh, you you know Mo, Mo DeKeel, who course, does a great yes, job breaking yes, down yes, film. You guys have him on a numbers game yes, regularly. Yes. I, I thought he put this really well. Uh, and Mo works for The Athletic, if I remember correctly, uh, doing some film analysis for yep. the NBA. Um, but he put it really well. The Clippers are starting to become the Clippers. They have won nine out of, I think it's 13 games. They, when they have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on the floor together, their net rating is plus 11.1. Their offense is great. Their offense over the last month has gotten a lot better. They're starting to look like the team we expected them to be. And again, I will reiterate, they do have a, a all-star break coming up, obviously, but their next back-to-back situation is not until the first week of March. So there's plenty of time, even more, for this team to build cohesion before you start to get to the situations where you're going to rest guys. Why would you go and kind of ruin that by adding Russell Wilson or Russell Westbrook. And it's not even that I think that he's going to be like some vampire as uh, it was called. I think it was Dave McMenamin who called him that or a source said he was. I just think from a fit perspective, it just doesn't make any sense. You shouldn't have anybody coming in that's going to take away shots from Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and the other pieces that you've acquired here and built up. This should be, if you were to tell me, Jeff, that Russell Westbrook's going to come in and play his role as a traditional point guard, he's going to be a distributor. The shots that he's going to take are going to be within four feet of the basket. He's going to be cutting when he's off the ball. Those are the things that I think, all right, you know what? That fits. But what in the large sample size of data of Russell Westbrook's career have we seen that he is going to be that guy? I just don't think it makes any sense. It's, you know, it's also weird, too. Like, again, Reggie Jackson, even though – Got flack over the time he was in L.A. Rather have him than Russell Westbrook at this point in his career. And obviously Jackson was dealt at the deadline. Yeah. And just very odd. I, I, don't, I don't get it from the Clippers at all. And then uh, Kevin Love and the Cavs are going to get a, a, a contract buyout. If anything left in the tank for a potential contender. I, I think so. Like You're not asking too much of them. Miami's been thrown out there. I think that's a wonderful fit. Uh, right, he fits next to Bam out of bio, so he's not going to crowd the floor in any way, shape, or form. He's going to help you space it out, if anything. Uh, it's a uh, Miami team that has been really inconsistent in terms of its offense. Kevin Love's only going to help that if that's going to be the case. Again, there's just a rumor uh, that Miami is in the uh, leader in the clubhouse to go and get one uh, Kevin Love if that's going to be the case. And look, Miami comes into today 28th in three-point shooting. They're just shooting 33.7% from beyond the arc. Kevin, uh, Kevin Love is only shooting like 35 36%, but he still just helps out a team that desperately needs that presence outside. So I would say, yeah, like Kevin Love, you're not bringing him in to play 40 minutes a game. You're bringing him in to be a role player, a guy coming off the bench to spread the floor for you, and I would think that in that role, he's got a lot to give to some of these teams. Let's get into tonight's card in the association. Uh, let's start with the game in Chicago, the Bulls. Hosting the Bucks here, John. And again, very disappointing first half for Chicago. The currently on the outside looking in in the uh, Eastern Conference playoff picture. They've lost five straight. Milwaukee uh, did their best to lose to uh, the main Red, Red Claws or whatever they're called. What are they, the main Celtics now? Yeah, something the, like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I missed the Red Claws. Great uh, lobster logo up there. Uh, but regardless, uh, Bucks seven and a half in Chicago. 229 tonight. Yeah, and look, so this is the second leg. This is what we're talking about with some of these weird spots right before the All-Star break. This is a second leg of a back-to-back for Chicago. They were in Indiana yesterday, and they were they were up by 24 points after the first quarter, and they blew it and ended up losing uh, to the Indiana Pacers. Gave up 75 points in the second half. They still don't have DeMar DeRozan out there. This team's like in an abysmal spot from a scheduling standpoint, from a situation standpoint. So you can understand why the market is as high as it is on a Milwaukee team that comes in. I think they've won 11 straight now um, as a seven and a half point favorite. I did bet this. I actually bet this under the total. I bet under 230 and a half. We're down to 229. Uh, it bottomed out at 228 and a half in some spots, which are still out there. But this is a play against Chicago. You mentioned the five game losing streak. Over that five games, in today's NBA, Jeff, they have an offensive rating of 94. They have been atrocious with, uh, with, <laughs> with their offense. And this has been all season long, by the way. Like, if I, like, I think a lot of people would be surprised to learn, you know, Chicago comes into this game, I think, 7th or 8th in defense and, like, 24th in offense. It should be the other you would expect. As, we, as we all expect. Right, right? Yeah. Like, you'd expect it to be the other way around. So, Solo Levine, a team that's been atrocious on offense, a team that really started to sputter again in the second half against Indiana, thought it was well worth playing under the total as opposed to laying a big number with the Milwaukee Bucks because these pre-All-Star games, uh, All-Star break games, get a little froggy from a side perspective. Let's uh, go to the, go to the uh, middle game of the night. Minnesota 
who is currently actually out of the playing picture yeah. in the sixth seed in the West. With a win tonight, they'll actually be a half game ahead of Dallas going into the All-Star break, and they take on the current 10 seed in the East. That's Washington. Weird, uh, weird end of the first half for Washington where you get the great Golden State, Portland, Minnesota road trip. Yep. A lot of fun the final week uh, before I get a few days off. Timberwolves, three-point favorites at home, 235 your total, John. Yeah, I, I didn't have anything here. I'll just say this. Uh, Kyle Anderson, Rudy Gobert, both questionable to play. Uh, they've both been kind of carrying these questionable tags regularly. Rudy Gobert, uh, even more so. It's been a while that he's been questionable pretty much every single night. Uh, but there have been times in which they have sat out games, and Kyle Anderson has missed games recently too. So uh, I would want to confirm that these both are out there. Kyle Anderson has been tremendous for this team defensively, as we know Rudy Gobert is too. And if they're both not going to play – you can make an argument that this goes down to like pick, uh, maybe Wizard or excuse me, a T Wolves minus one. So you get this instance where like the market will kind of take this middle ground. If they're both ruled in, I'm sure this closes like T Wolves minus four. And if they don't play, then it's going to go in that range. So this is this is an easy one. You just sit back and see who's available. And if they're going to be available, then you can maybe get in before the information moves the number, or just wait for a better in-game total or in-game number because two thirty-five and a half is a high total. You'll probably get a better number. John, big, bigger threat to win two playing games having to get in in the East, Toronto or Washington? Oh, Toronto. Still yeah, Toronto? I think Toronto. Yeah. The, like, the addition of Pirtle just makes you a lot better. And, I, I mean, I think they should have sold at the deadline, but they're still going to be a bigger threat to do that. They're so well coached and good defensively. Like, they're going to throw out those exotic junk defenses that you never really see in the NBA in those play-ins. I'd say Toronto for sure. Well, and also, too, since, uh, again, Atlanta right now, it's a shame. It's a shame that they, uh, yeah. they actually had to play a game yesterday because they could have entered the All-Star break with the same same with, with, with a 500 record and the same amount of points scored and allowed. Yeah. Yeah, year, yeah. Which uh, would, again, the most average team in the history of basketball. Yep. This year's Atlanta Hawks currently that was, sitting uh, in eighth place. They went on that West Coast trip, and that was one of my favorite stats that was thrown out there by a Hawks beat writer. They got. Yeah. They went into that Suns game. They were like minus thirty five with their season point differential, and left it with a point differential of zero because they yeah. just smoked the Phoenix Suns in that game. Uh, yeah, the Hawks are. There's not a lot of good juju coming out of Atlanta. We'll tell you that. A lot of pieces about Nate McMillan and him wanting to retire in the middle of the season. It doesn't really seem great yeah, for Atlanta. It's very weird because again, that the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago, yeah. and back to back an eight seed last year in the play-in, and now this year. Heading for the same deal. Sometimes it's about your matchups, man. I think uh, when you looked at Atlanta in that run, eh, not lucky, but uh, it worked out well. Which put it out. I'll agree with that. Hey, we're going to college hoops and one more NBA game next. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSIN experts have you covered. Become a Visa Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. Pretty good. Pretty good deal. Not going to be available for much longer. Visa Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of top plays made by Visa show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits data, deep dive betting reports, Visa betting guides, and plenty more are available to you when you become a pro subscriber today. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles, JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, alongside. We have one more NBA game to get to, John, before getting to. Sorry, I'm hypnotized by a headline that just came out about the Super Bowl. So I'll save that for later. I'll save it for later. Okay, that's it. That's what we call in the industry a tease. You're even, you're even, you're even leaving the tease for me there, John. That's pretty right. good. Right. Very good. Mystery abound. <laughs> Big mystery there. Clippers at Suns pick tonight in Phoenix, two twenty-one. Kevin Durant officially introduced today. Yes. Oh, you scared me. I was like, is he playing? Like, no. Okay, yes. Uh, yes, you're right. They just had a big old, like, uh, press conference over at Phoenix and whatever they call their arena now at this point. Uh, so, this is another game that I bet. Uh, not a huge amount of it looks like closing line value. Again, the game has yet to close, so maybe it bounces back. I took even money, money line play on the Clippers. It got to Suns minus one. It's now heading back toward the Clippers. It's pick across the board. And well, I would say the Clippers maybe close as a small favor here, minus one or so. Uh, look, it's interesting about this matchup is the market, Jeff, over the last couple of weeks has kind of fallen asleep at the wheel when it comes to the Phoenix Suns. And I've, wrote, I've written about this uh, every day the Suns play. 
you know, they're healthy now. It's pretty simple, right? Devin Booker's back. Chris Paul's back. Before they shipped off Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges, Johnson had come back as well. So the, it felt like the market was dragging its feet on adjusting its rating for Phoenix. And so sure enough, Phoenix comes into this game 11-3 and straight up, 10-4 and against the spread in their last 14 games. You even go back to this last game they played against Sacramento. I thought it was odd because it opened up three and then immediately went to Sacramento to like minus two. And again, in this world of the NBA this year, home court's worth three points. So, so to right away say that the Sacramento Kings were in the midst of a little bit of a slump were the better team, I, I thought was a little weird. Like the market just was kind of stubborn in improving Phoenix. So now we get to this point. Market this morning, the first move is to go to Suns minus one, one and a half. But now you're starting to see that buyback. And this Clippers team, they are obviously better. Uh, the acquisitions of the trade deadline have made them better. One of the things in this matchup in years past that has really bothered the Phoenix Suns is DeAndre Ayton. Now they have two bigs to throw at him and Avicii Zubac and Plumlee. Um, I always go with just Plumlee because I never remember if it's Mason or Miles or whatever the hell his first name is. Uh, but regardless, two bigs to throw at him in that regard. And the Suns really don't have any wings to throw at Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on defense. There's really nothing that they can throw at him anymore because Mikael Bridges is gone. Cam Johnson's gone. They're a little bit undersized now, Phoenix is, to deal with some of these bigger wings that they're going to face like the Clippers have. So I think the Clippers are up. You know, I mentioned we were talking about them with Russell Westbrook. They've won and covered nine in the last 13 games. So took a small even money line price because uh, I made this as the Clippers the small favorite and looks like the market might be agreeing with me here. Getting out in front of it. Yeah, hopefully. But, Hopefully. hey, yesterday I, had, uh, I took the Spurs at plus 7.5. It closed 4.5 because Terry Rozier ended up not playing, and they ended up losing by 10. So, closing line value. What are you going to do? Spurs are not good. No, and they don't want to be good, you know. But they fought pretty hard in that game. Yeah. They're actually – they had cut it to, I think, four or three in the last, like, three minutes. But then, you know, LaMelo Ball against bad teams, that's when you really show up, and that's what he did. He closed them out. Is Pop only still around – if they win the uh, win the lottery, get the first pick, pick, and he can coach Victor, is that yeah. really the only reason he's sticking around? I got to think. I mean, you also – like, when you're really good at something, we see it with athletes and coach, uh, coaches now, too. It would be like, you really – you don't want to let things go, right? Look at Jim Beheim out there in Syracuse, you know? You don't want to really <laughs> let it go. Everybody's like, Jim, you can retire. And he's like, I'm coming back, baby. It's like, all right, you know, well, it's fine. So, Spurt, Greg Popovich is obviously a better coach than Jim Beheim, so. Jim Beheim stealing money from Syracuse at this point. Uh, it's everybody else in the AC. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jim Beheim would never. Remember, he was talking to one of his donors. Never. Uh, I, I, never. never. Uh, not guilty. Not guilty, Your Honor. Uh, let's uh, move. To, let's, uh, speaking of college hoops, let's go there. I did that on purpose. Uh, That's a very good segue. You're on a roll here today, Joe. I do, man. Very good. Uh, number three in the land on the road tonight at Maryland. John Purdue coming off the loss to Northwestern. Yep. This is down to a pick. This was minus two on Purdue overnight, down to a pick. Uh, 132 in a total. Maryland has ridiculous home road splits where they are as good as anyone in the country at home. And then once you, once you, take, them, once you take them out of College Park, they're really not particularly good, especially in conference play. Uh, they're coming off a nice win against Penn State by six over the weekend. John, I, look, I know that Maryland is going to be is a popular play today. The market mm -hmm. has said so. But this feels like a pretty reasonable spot for Purdue coming off that loss in Evanston to Northwestern on Sunday. So this is what I was going to ask you because you, you've been watching college hoops a lot more closely than I have this right. year. So what, what I tend to do, especially when it comes to college basketball, is try to look at like where the market's at with some of these teams. And to your point, just kind of like buy low, essentially, or sell high on some of these. Purdue has not covered consecutive games since going back to, like, January 13th. They covered three straight. That was Ohio State, Penn State, Nebraska. Since then, the, the results have been kind of fickle from an ATS standpoint. To your point, the market now moving pretty steadily in favor of Maryland. Like, what is, what is a home court worth for a Maryland team? Because even if it's, like, three, four, is the gap really that small between Purdue and Maryland? Because I would say that's probably not the case. I think the market's overreacting a little bit. Yeah. I think the market's overreacting a little bit. Just, again, in Maryland, their only home losses this year. Uh, they, lost to, they lost by one to Rutgers in a complete coin flip game. Or, excuse me, uh, that, that was Purdue, I should say. Maryland lost that, that game at, at mm. Rutgers. That was not really a coin flip game. They lost the coin flip game against Tennessee by three. And that was, uh, again, a really close game. And then UCLA hammered him. UCLA yeah. did hammer him in College Park. That was a legitimate beatdown. But I am just, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right to me, John. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't bother betting this here. 
because Purdue could come out flat. They mm. again, you, it's a tough place to play, but I'm going to stay out of it. I don't think this should be a pick. I think I think that overnight number is probably more right, but I it's not a. It, not a big enough move for me to to want to to want to buy on Purdue. Here. Yeah, I would I would agree. I think on the surface, for me, if you're telling me to play play, play it, pick something, I would I would uh, take Purdue here, uh, and maybe even wait too. I mean, the way this is moving, Maryland. I mean, Cirque is already at Maryland minus one. Like as we're talking, yeah. the change happened in the last five minutes. So you might even get a small like plus price on Purdue when it comes to the money line or something. So just sit back and wait. You got what two hours before tip? Yep, two hours. This is a six thirty Eastern tip, so a half hour after you and I are done and Tim Murray. And Jarrett Smith tonight on Visa Primetime. See, you're you're on this show, Jarrett's and Jarrett's in, in your seat. For the final countdown, days. right? This is final countdown. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're final. Yeah, countdown. we're final countdown. Countdown prime to time. prime time. Yeah, there we go. See, you got it. You got it. You're 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 all over it, man. You're all over it. Yeah, let's go to let's go to Dallas next. Uh, number two, Houston. John, huge favorite in this game. Not surprisingly, SMU has been playing a little bit better recently. Mm-hmm. They got a nice win against Temple. Uh, they probably should have won at Wichita on Sunday. Lost that game by two. Houston's either 15 and a half or 16 in the market. John, totals 138 and a half. I, I don't love laying the lumber like this in a road game, but it does feel like that SMU's due for a clunker after playing three straight three straight competent games and four out of five competent games. Yeah, and so what? Like, I, when I look at like statistical matchups too, one of the things in college hoops that I really like to focus on is rebounding, and that's the thing that sticks out when you look at this. Houston, obviously, as we know, it's been like in their DNA for a really long time. One of the best offensive rebounding teams in the country. They come in today grabbing thirty-seven point nine percent of their misses. Uh, SMU is not a very good rebounding team at all. They're 274th in the country in defensive rebounding rate. And if we're just looking at that, the ability to control the glass on both ends, get second chance opportunities like Houston really does. SMU does seem like a team that they can go out there and really kind of flex their muscles and get something done here. And it's a, by the way, it's exactly what happened when they faced off the first time, right? <laughs> when you look at that matchup, they had 21 offensive rebounds, Houston did, in that first time they played SMU this year. I don't know why anything would really be different this time around. Yeah, I don't I don't see why it would be different either. Again, the last time they played, John, it was 87 to 53. Yep. It was a very competitive game. Competitive 34 points. Uh, well, Houston did trail 2 nothing. Okay. 19 about 18 seconds. It was 32, it was 32 to 6 at the 10 minute mark of the first okay, half. Okay, so that 2 nothing deficit got erased pretty quickly. So, so it, was 30, it was a 32 to 4 run there, John. <laughs> On that with Houston again, uh, big favorite on the road in Dallas tonight. All right, John, I'm, I'm going to put you on the, on the spot here. How about Florida Atlantic ranked Kelly Bidlin's Owls on the road tonight in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, taking on Middle Tennessee State. Again, the Owls are kind of in this scenario where, even though I think they're more than good enough to get an Owl large bid, they probably have to win the CUSA tournament to not really be sweating on selection Sunday. They're four and a half on the road against the Blue Raiders tonight. Um, I don't really have anything here, surprisingly enough, when it comes to this one. I have not watched a lot of Florida Atlantic uh, basketball, but I will say one thing and one thing only. Um, Middle Tennessee's defense has not been very good. Opponents, in terms of effective field goal percentage, have come in, and I think they're like 260th in the country, yep. something like that. Florida Atlantic, since they've gotten into conference play, has gotten a lot better offensively. Give me a- the Owls. A- FAU can beat you in every which way. We have more to come. Prime time. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five, High Five Casino. Casino. Win at High Five Casino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. 
Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian. Premium cocktails on demand. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. Warning, this product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. This segment of Visa Final Countdown is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients, and it's completely tobacco-leaf-free. Plus, it offers up to one hour nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zinn online or at a store near you at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. It is VEASAN's final countdown. I'm Jeff Parles, Jonathan Von Tobel alongside. Producer Steph is here. Stormy uh, this week on uh, Follow the Money. Matt Brown on a numbers game. So uh, Mm -hmm. you got us in the afternoon instead. That's, yes. That is a true. Those are all true statements. Yes. Even the name of the show, correct? That is true. Yeah, you got it right. Well. Yes, it's good. Let's not keep it with college hoops. Uh, let's go to the Pac-12. Arizona's hosting Utah, John. Now, in normal circumstances, if you had a Pac-12 team like Utah sitting at seventeen and nine mm-hmm. and ten and five in conference and in third place alone, you would say usually well. That team is safely in the NCAA tournament, right? Not the case for the Utes. They need some help here down the stretch. Mm-hmm. And tonight, again, they are a big underdog. They're an 11-point underdog at the McHale Center in Tucson tonight. 147s are total. If Utah's going to have any shot of stealing an at-large bid, they got to find a way to pull an outright upset tonight in Tucson. Yeah. And I like this is a fascinating game, too, because Utah defensively for the season and in conference play – has been freaking awesome. They're a top 30 team in terms of defensive efficiency. I think they're on the fringes. They're like 33rd or something in that range. Still pretty good. Still, Yeah, still really, really good in that regard. And you would assume, like, that's where you're going to get this, right? Arizona's been incredible on offense uh, in terms of what they've been able to do. They're still a top 10 unit. I think you'd want to come in here, be able to slow this Arizona team down. Grabbing the outright upset, I'm not entirely sure about that. Not but staying, But staying inside 11 points here, you know, I, I'm to be honest with you, I'm kind of surprised that this number is as high as it is. I, I thought it would be under 10. I think Utah does have the horses to at least make this a little bit of a slower-paced game and stay inside of this kind of a number. Utah got a little bit of help if they wanted to put Pac-12 teams in mm-hmm. because Oregon somehow lost to Washington last night, uh, despite the fact when I was paying attention, Oregon was in complete control and then found a way to lose an OT. Right. Hey, look, at the Utah, again, 
Craig Smith came coming over from Utah State. You remember him? He did a great yes. job in Logan. For for how big of a mess this program was when he got there at the beginning of last year, the fact that they at least have an outside shot and look, they'll have a chance at UCLA next week. An outside shot to make the tournament is actually pretty impressive, all things considered, in year two. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I do think it should be pointed out because we were talking about like buying low and selling high. I think this is one of those buying low or excuse me, selling high opportunities here against Arizona. They are six one and one against the spread in their last eight games. So like they've been covering numbers, they've been treating betters pretty well. I think that would kind of contribute to why this number is where it is here against Utah. I'm, I'll be really curious to see where this closes because I would think that my my basic knowledge would tell me that this number is a little high. Uh, but this is up from the overnight of nine and a half. So, and there's eleven and a half. So, there. so, so there's so the two there's two things here. Of mm-hmm. course, Utah is going for a season sweep. Mm. So, if Utah were to sweep Arizona, that would again vault you even further. Like we were saying, get yeah. you into the NCAA tournament. Market uh, tends to overvalue revenge spots right, as well. Right? right, and then right, I agree with you on that. And Arizona inexplicably lost to Stanford on Saturday. Yep, completely ridiculous that they lost that game to a bad. Cardinal team this year, but look, I'm with you. I think that's still even 11, 11 and a half, still too aggressive on, well, on this game. And you tell me like, so it's not like the numbers moved a ton, but there's like 146 and a half out there for this total one spots at 145 and a half. It looks like, so the total seems to be coming down and yet the numbers climbing in favor of Arizona. I would say that's kind of, that works against it, right? Because if it's a Utah game, I would assume this number goes under the total. If it's a Utah game, it probably has to be played in the low 70s. So, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would I would agree on that. But if this is an air, look, the one problem with betting Arizona totals, and you know this, John, they're great offensively, and they play ridiculously fast. Yep. And if you get a good offensive team making shots, it's kind of like the Gonzaga theory all these years where – uh-oh, you get a night where Gonzaga's shooting the ball well, they could put up 100 on you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even matter that it's a 167. That's still going over if Gonzaga's putting 100 on you. Yeah. And, look, Arizona's not quite those Gonzaga teams offensively, but they're capable of putting 88 on you. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, that 147 that it was earlier in the day, that was easy over. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it, it, that's a total I would want nothing to do with that at all, even though, again – you're kind of right, contradicting contradicting itself right now. The market is that Utah is getting bet against, but this is getting to getting bet to the under. Uh, let's. Uh, you want to go WCC? I'll go wherever you want. You man. want WCC? Yeah, I know you're a big WCC guy. Uh, JV actually wrote the uh, West Coast Conference preview each the last yeah. two three years. There we go. We're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go to uh, the Jenny Craig Pavilion. All right. Okay. You good with that? Home of the Toreros of San Diego. Good matchup tonight. They're hosting St. Mary's. This is a big line, and and, and look, I got to give St. Mary's a lot of credit because they beat Gonzaga in overtime coming from behind. They Mm -hmm. flip around losing overtime to Loyola Marymount, who's been the giant slayer in that conference this year with wins against both St. Mary's and Gonzaga. And then they flipped around after a mediocre first half in Portland and smoked the Pilots in the second half. John, this is their third straight road game. San Diego has been, to me, a pretty significant disappointment this year. I thought they were going to be better than the 11 and 16 they are. But for a third straight road game in conference, getting 14 with the Toreros, that kind of feels pretty good there, John. Yeah, I would agree with that. My my only thing here is, and this is, I don't know if St. Mary's really the team to cover a number two like this. Just like they would really have to clamp down San Diego. And San Diego, they're, they're coming into this game fourth in the West Coast Conference in offensive efficiency. Like they're not a bad offensive team. Does St. Mary's have it in them offensively, not that they're a bad offensive team, to take advantage of this defense for San Diego? Their defense has been bad. We're talking about a defensive rating of 117.7 against conference opponents. It's been very, very atrocious here. I just wonder if St. Mary's slow pace and the way that they play, are they going to be able to do enough to cover this sort of a number against the San Diego squad that's pretty adequate offensively in their own right? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I, yeah. feel like yeah. I feel like that is where my trepidation would be here in backing St. Mary's, to your point. That's just a really big number for the way that they play and the opponent that they're facing. Let's hit the other big uh, WCC game on the board tonight. That's Gonzaga. Gonzaga hosts, or excuse me, is on the road mm-hmm. at Loyola Marymount. As we already discussed, Loyola Marymount walked into the kennel and actually beat Gonzaga earlier in the year, a little under a month ago. This is eight and a half. Totals 155 and a half. John, I know that revenge spots love to get bad. But 
there is no way this should be this high on Gonzaga. Yeah, I think this is a really good example of like what we're looking at for Arizona that we were just talking about. Like this, this seems that the market came in on this game. It was just like, oh, it's a revenge spot. Gonzaga's got to be able to take care of this. Uh, betting it up from seven on the overnight up to eight and a half where it's at right now. And keep in mind too, I mean, this is it's like we were talking about this the other night when it was Duke and Notre Dame. Right, because the situation was like, hey, they're coming off of that game against Virginia. They got screwed at the end of regulation. Notre Dame's terrible. They got to come in and, and take care of business here as a big favorite. They barely got by, and Duke has been Should've a ter- lost the game. Uh, correct, right? And then yeah. Duke has been a terrible cover team all year long. So like, it shouldn't have been that big a surprise that Duke wasn't able to handle a very big number as a favorite. And here we have Gonzaga coming into this game nine and sixteen against the spread. The market all year long has been too high on the Zags, and here we are situationally a spot in which these teams tend to be overvalued already. I'm with you. Like if you're talking about where you're betting this, I'll take eight and a half. Who cares that it's a revenge spot? This team has been overvalued from the jump all season long. And now we're inflating this by a point and a half, just because the team that they're facing beat them last time. Seems a little high. I they look at Loyola, Loyola Marymount's legitimately good. Mm-hmm. I look, I know the 17, 17 and 10, even with three wins, if they were to pull an upset again tonight and have, Two wins against Gonzaga and a win against St. Mary's. Yep. I'm not even sure that's enough to get you in, but that's a better resume than a lot of those mediocre power five oh, teams are going to have. What a one point loss to Baylor too. I mean, I know you don't get credit for losses, yeah. but like there's been a competitive Loyola Marymount team, man. Yeah, no, they're 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 legitimately good. I got to give uh, got to give Stan Johnson his credit here uh, this year uh, in LA. Uh, of course, that game in LA tonight, Loyola Marymount eight and a half, and then the other game in LA tonight, Stanford on the road at UCLA. Look, John, I'll say this about Stanford. They are not good. I don't care that they beat Arizona. They've been playing a little bit better, but they're not a particularly good basketball team. This feels like a spot in that. Look, I don't love laying big numbers in conference play, but this feels like if you're wanting to lay a big number in a low total game, this would be the spot to do it. Lane 13 and a half with the Bruins in a game that's only 130 and a half. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think it's interesting. The market has moved a little bit off of UCLA. It's, it went from 14 to 13 and a half. So it's not like there's a big push yeah. here. Um, but yeah, I, I would agree. I haven't watched a lot of the Stanford club, but the ones that I have, it was a little earlier in the season when they were in that, like, that swoon at the beginning of the conference play. I'll just say I'm not impressed. You got three games left in the NBA's first half or two quarters of the way thing into the all-star break. We're going to look at some awards next here on Visa Final Countdown. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.